Hey there, Disney Cruise fans, it's Wes. I want to quickly tell you about the summer promotion that my travel agency is offering for Disney Cruise Line. If you book a new cruise and travel by September 30th, you'll be eligible for $50 in onboard credit on top of our already great rates. And if it's a cruise for seven nights or longer, you'll get an extra $100 in onboard credit. If you're planning to cruise this summer, you don't want to miss out on this offer. Of course, if you're looking to book a cruise further into the future, I would love to help you with that as well. If you're interested or if you'd like more information, send me an email at wes at mickeyworldtravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 139 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and in this week's episode, we are recapping the second part of our recent seven-night Alaskan cruise from Vancouver aboard the Disney Wonder. If you missed part one, be sure to go check that out, where we covered our pre-cruise stay in Vancouver, embarkation day, our first day at sea, and our experience visiting the Sawyer Glacier. You can also read my written recaps and see pictures of these days on my blog at thedcldude.com. Definitely appreciate if you go check that out, follow the blog, all that stuff. Uh, These upcoming trip reports will be up there as soon as I can get them up there, but they're not there quite yet. Uh, In this episode, we'll cover our port days at Icy Strait Point, Juno, and Ketchikan, and our final day at sea. And if there's time at the end, we'll briefly discuss our day in Vancouver after we disembarked uh, the Disney Wonder. Of course, joining me to talk about our cruise once again is my wife, Alyssa. Hello, Liss. Hey. We are going to pick up with our first port of call, and that was Icy Straight Point. And this is actually the only cruise in the summer of 2023 that visited Icy Straight Point and was really the reason that I chose this particular cruise over the other ones. The other ones visit um, Skagway instead of Icy Straight Point. Alyssa and I had done an Alaskan cruise in 2012, and we did the the traditional Skagway, Juno, Ketchikan, you know, Glacier Day, Day at Sea, that cruise. And I wanted to mix it up a little. I had heard good things about Icy Strait Point, wanted to experience it for myself. We arrived relatively early. I, I, I don't remember what time all ashore was, but we didn't have any plans for this particular day. So we had breakfast out at Cabana's. And we didn't get off the ship until I think it was a little bit after 10 o'clock. And originally, we had scheduled a whale watch for this port of call. And (laughs) one of the things I really wanted to do on this cruise was see orcas in the wild. And I had done a ton of research. And most of the things that I was reading said that Vancouver and more specifically Victoria was really the place that was the best to see orcas this time of year. So we actually had a whale watch scheduled for our day in Vancouver after we got off the cruise. So we canceled our, our whale watch for icy straight point. We had some friends that we found out later did a whale watch and, and saw some pretty good, sightings of whales right list didn't they say they uh i don't know did they say they saw quite a few of them yeah i actually saw a video of what they saw and it was like a big 
pod of humpbacks. It was really cool. A lot of like jumping out of the water and Ugh, um, super really cool. good views and stuff. But yeah. uh, no orca, no orca. Because gotcha. they were also really wanting to see orcas as well, and they were. <laughs> I was. We were talking to them before they w- went on the whale watch, and I was like, I, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to handle hearing that. You know, if they if they were able to see orcas on their whale watch that we had canceled, so I you know I was uh, not sure how I would feel about that. So I was a little relieved when I heard that they didn't see orcas, but they did <laughs> they did get some uh, really good humpback uh, whale sightings. Um, Super selfish on our part, but. <laughs> big time for sure. <laughs> I'm really happy that they got to see humpbacks. I wish that they had gotten to see orcas, but <laughs> I'm also a, a little relieved that they didn't because uh, I would have felt really bad about that. The other thing that we were really interested in doing at Icy Straight Point was the zip line. So, you know, the website says that it's the longest in the world. And so we really thought that would be a lot of fun. Emily was unfortunately one year too young to do that. So we decided if she couldn't do it, none of us were going to do it. Uh, But it, I mean, it looked like a lot of fun. You could see it when you walk into icy straight point into the little center there, the, you know, you see the zip liners coming down and just, it looks like a lot of fun. That looked terrifying. It was, <laughs> it was a huge zip line and incredibly steep. Yeah. Yeah. So icy straight point is a total, total cruise ship destination. I mean, it looks like it was purpose built for a, for, you know, as a cruise ship destination, you're not really in a town. It's just, it's just, I almost want to, I almost would describe it as like a camp. How would you describe it list? Cause you walk, you walk, uh, off the, off the, the pier or whatever that takes you from the ship to, um, to land. And then you go to this visitor center and inside the visitor center is where you can get tickets to the sky glider. I think it was called, and you can get tickets to the whale watching, uh, excursions, other things that are going on. Ice straight point. You, you do it inside the visitor center. The zip line, yeah. Yeah. The zip line. And then you walk out of the visitor center and it has, you know, a sky glider that takes you to the other part of icy straight point which I'll get to in a second. But then there's this kind of shops and there's a restaurant, there's a bar there. There's a a big fire pit in the middle. It's very outdoor lodgy feeling. It reminds me of being at a ski resort. Yeah. 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 Cause there's even like the gondola to the top looks like a chairlift and then there's like a lodge where you buy things and then there's the fire going in the middle. Yep. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a really good way to put it. So it's very quaint. Very quaint. Yeah, very quaint. And so what we did first, because all we had planned to do for this day was to take the Sky Glider. Is that the name of it? Yeah, the Sky Glider to the top of the mountain. And I had done some research and found out that there's a little walking trail up there. Uh, So that's what we planned to do for the day. And we'll get to that in a second. But we wanted to just explore this little area that's, you know, right off the ship for a little bit. And so we, we kind of hung around in the little center there and then if you walk beyond that there's this huge statue of an orca it's really cool tons of people were taking pictures with it there but it kind of looks out over the ocean a ton of people were down on the beach looking for seashells and starfish and i guess crabs whatever they were looking for and then if you keep walking along and sort of the boardwalk there's more shops down there there's a there's a a crab house there's another restaurant and so it's you know it's really it's it's kind of a cool area. You know, it was obviously built as a cruise ship destination, but 
don't know. It was kind of kind of fun to hang out there, wouldn't you say? Yes, it did not seem like a functioning town outside of the cruise ships that yeah, were there. Yeah, which I mean, which they told us the town is Huna, which is they said was about I want to say they said it was like 3 miles away and and people would come from that town to Icy Strait Point when there were ships visiting so that, you know, they'd have people that were working the working the shops and the bars and all that stuff. So we, as soon as we had got off the ship, we purchased tickets for the sky sky glider, which takes you to the top of this mountain. There, where the wonder docks, you actually need to take this other transporter. It's the same type of thing, but it doesn't go up. It kind of goes across. So you take this transporter gondola from this part of Icy Strait Point to the other side. And there was actually another big, I think, Royal Caribbean ship docked there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you, you know, we took that over and then we got on the sky glider, which takes you up the mountain. And <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It's very much like a, like the Skyliner at, at Disney World. Or if you've ever been to like, let's set a ski resort and been in a gondola, it's, it's very, you know, it's, you're fully enclosed, but this, it is really steep going up this mountain and you're looking down and you're, I mean, you're looking down probably 150 feet. <laughs> you have these really tall trees that are way below you. And I think, I think Liz was getting a little, her nervousness with heights was kicking in a little bit. I was good for like the first <laughs> half, I think. But then it, when it was at like a diagonal angle, but the, it reaches a point where you are going straight up, like into the clouds. Yeah, and, and it was very foggy, so it was literally like you're riding into the clouds. And I think there was one point where you couldn't see the top. It was kind of like Jurassic Park. Yes, yeah, the, <laughs> the car or whatever in front of you would just disappear yeah. into the cloud. And yeah. I was like, oh, I was trying to get... <laughs> I just I really thought we were going to die. Yeah. But... Also, the like the poles or whatever holding the whole thing up look like they should just <laughs> right. fall off the side. Yeah, they're of the sort of they're like, sort of like slanted too, and you're like, how yes. are these things holding oh, into God, the ground? Why are we not falling <laughs> off the mountain right now? I don't trust that pole. Right, right. But as you're going up the mountain, if as would you look back toward where you came from, the really cool view of the wonder sitting there, and then out into icy straight point and you know, the oceans around it. So that was really cool. We took some pictures just inside our, our little cabin there. And then when you get to the top, as soon as you get off and start to walk down the trail, there are just <laughs> these signs that are that are like, beware of bears. This isn't the zoo. They will kill you. Like yeah, warning. People <laughs> warning. die from bears. <laughs> and it's like, I, there, I think there was one sign that was like, how to, how to, was it like how to survive a bear attack or something like that? Just these how to bizar- avoid. I think uh, how to avoid. Oh, was that what it was? How to avoid bears? But just these bizarre signs. And Liz is kind of like, I don't want to be up here. Well, I was <laughs> like, why are we doing this? Oh, there was also signs that said last bear sighting, and it said today. Oh yeah, yeah. But me, I was kind of like, well, they're not gonna let people up here and. You know, allow you to just go get mauled by a grizzly bear. So I was sort of feeling okay about the fact that I hadn't heard of anybody being <laughs> being attacked by a grizzly bear at Icy Straight Point. But so we found out. We walked around up there a little bit. There's not a whole lot to do. There's some like pop up shops where you can get some food and drinks or whatever. But there is this nature trail, and we saw these people. 
this large group of people that are lined up. And what we found out is that they take people out in groups of um, 10 or more because that's what all the signs were saying. If there's more than 10 people, these bears will leave you alone. So they have a guide. Bears can count. Yeah, right. So they have a guide and then they would take, you know, several people out with you and then they'd wait a little bit and then the next group would go. So we (laughs) we saw this group in front of us go and there's this the guy that was leading that group in front of us had this huge rifle over his shoulder. And I'm like, Liz, look, see, the guides have rifles. If there's a bear, like they'll take care of it. Like we're safe. We're we're good. (laughs) And so she was feeling a little bit better. And then of he course, had a huge rifle yeah. strapped to his back. It was, <laughs> and then of course I was I was gonna stick with him. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get up there and we get this really. He was quite old, wasn't he? I, I, he yes. he had to be eighty five years old, right? He was small and weak. He, and not, sorry, not weak, <laughs> meek. He, meek. He was, yes, that's that's a good way to describe him. He was a native. Clinket uh, is, I I believe what he mm-hmm. what he said it mm-hmm. was. So he's a native Alaskan, an older gentleman. And very what he told soft us, voice. yeah, very soft spoken. And what he told us was that they trained him to use this rifle, but because he's a native clinket, they don't believe in shooting bears. They would, you know, much prefer to be attacked by a bear than to shoot one. And so what he, so he left his rifle back at the camp, and he had this can of spray that he was going to going to <laughs> spray uh, an attacking grizzly bear. <laughs> He didn't tell us that he had no bear protection until we were well down the <laughs> That's track. true. That's true. That's true. Uh, although we didn't see the rifle over his shoulder. but So anyway, we did this walk. It was, you know, a, sh- a short mile long walk. I personally would not recommend doing this or plan something to do at Icy Straight Point. This was something that is, you know, it definitely... You can, you can visit Icy Straight Point and not do this and not feel like you missed out on anything. Um, we walked down this trail. It was a very wide path. Like, cars could drive down it. So it's not even like you're walking on a on a trail. It's just a road, basically. And really, the only thing we saw was a, a, a pond, a lake. And then, you know, we were back, back where we started. And then one thing that was cool up there was there's just some really beautiful views and by the time we got back from this walk the fog had cleared a little bit and the visibility was a lot better so really pretty up there um but (laughs) the the nature trail just wasn't uh wasn't what i expected it to be so maybe if you never see nature it would impress you but sure it we easily could have been on a trail in new england yeah yeah that's true and, and I mean, I've heard they do see bears there, so that would be kind of cool. Like when when we were at that pond with the prairie or whatever, if if there were some bears there, that would have been that would have been we pretty did, cool. We did see a deer, but again, yep. we see deer we see deer in New Hampshire all That's the time, true. so that wasn't. I remember I was like, take a picture of it because we didn't see anything else in this trail. You were like, I'm not taking a picture <laughs> of a deer. We that. see him in our backyard. I did say I'm not taking a picture of a deer. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> So after yeah, after we got back uh, from this little hike or walk, whatever you want to call it, we just spent some time taking some pictures from up there, and then took the trip back down the the mountain on the sky glider. Was what was worse, Liz, the trip up or the trip down? I think up. Yeah, I think up, and it it I don't know. 
Gotcha. <laughs> I did not like it. <laughs> so once we, yeah, once we got back to the bottom, we had to take the other one back to the other side. But the line was so incredibly long. There were so many people in this port with the two ships being there that we, you know, we we realized that it would be much quicker just to walk across than to take the the little transporter. So we walked. It was a it was a nice little trail, easy, you know, relatively flat. So we walked over and then we kind of just explored the area. I really wanted to eat at the crab shack there and get some Dungeness crab, but the line was it was around lunchtime by that point, and the line was really long. None of the other fam, you know. The rest of the family wanted to eat any crab, so it would have just been me, and I felt bad making everyone wait in this long line when you know they weren't gonna weren't gonna have any enjoyment out of it. So we just kind of explored the shops a little bit, uh, and then we got back on board. We spent a ton of time on deck just enjoying the scenery. The kids were in the pool for a little while, but I. I don't know what your thoughts are, Liz, but I think Icy Straight Point might have been the most beautiful port of call that we went to. Like, where the wonder was docked, there were just mountains, like a 360 view all around you of these beautiful mountains, some off in the distance, some were more close, but it was just, I, I, I was up on deck and I just couldn't stop taking pictures because it was just so amazing to just take it all in and, and look at everything that was around us. What do you think com- icy straight point compared to the other ports just in terms of like scenery and stuff? Yeah, it was pretty, it was the, mo- I mean the least, um, what's the word like built up. Yeah. Industrial. Occupied. Yeah. So anyway, you know, we, we didn't do a whole lot that afternoon. It was a lot of pool, a lot of just hanging out on the veranda, hanging out on the upper deck but we did have Tiana's place that night, and that was our first time ever eating in Tiana's place. And so we were really excited for that. Really fun, really fun experience. It wasn't the Mardi Gras celebration on the first night. It was the other whatever. I don't, I'm not even sure what it was called on the on the first night. Um, but they had the crawfish crooners. They were amazing. Lots of music in there. We had a decent... Uh, table we did have kind of a pole that was blocking our view a little bit but pretty close to the stage so I was I was pretty happy with that and of course Lewis came around and greeted us Tiana came around and greeted us Emily was wearing her Tiana dress so good um good first impression of Tiana's place what do you think of Tiana's place Liz yeah it was really fun yeah that evening we spent several hours on our our veranda as we sailed away from icy straight point and the coolest part for me about this whole day was i we were just sitting out on the veranda i was feeling a little bummed that we hadn't seen any orcas to this point and i was looking and i have no idea how this happened but way off in the distance like just just beneath the the shoreline i saw something and it looked like whale a whale jumping out of the water so i went and i grabbed my binoculars and i went out on the balcony on the veranda and was looking and i could clearly see a really large pod of orcas way far off in the distance i mean i'm talking like microscopic even through the binoculars so really far away but you could clearly tell it was probably six to ten orcas out there we got to see 
a couple of them breach, jump out of the water, and you know, and splash back in. And then we, you know, we followed them for. We must have followed them for a good half hour just watching them, right? You could easily see the black, the their black dorsal fins. Like it was a really cool experience to just be out on a veranda and see these whales, albeit the fact that they were really far away. But wasn't that? What did you think of that, Liz? That was awesome. I think we followed them for longer than a half hour because yeah, we even stopped for a little while because they weren't really active for a little right. while, and then after we could see their spouts. Yes. Without the binoculars. So anytime we'd see that, we'd That's tune what in it was, again. Yeah. 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 It, it was so cool. And, and I just, really cool. I wish we were a little bit closer to, you know, be able to more clearly see them, but it was still, it was still a, a really like unique Alaskan experience. And I, I was just feeling so grateful that I happened to notice them. I have no idea how I, how I, you know, why my eyes were in that direction when, when they were, but it was, I, it was just so cool to be able to see those. And I, I keep telling people we didn't see orcas. Technically we did, but they were just so far away that it wasn't kind of like, I don't know. It wasn't the up close personal see, experience. Got to see the breaching and the, yeah, they really seemed at the beginning, at least they were super playful, really like, active. Like, yeah. It, and then after that it slowed down, but they yep. were still, it, yeah, and it was so lucky that we got to see them at that period because you're right. It was a few breaches, and then we'd go a few minutes without seeing anything, and then we'd see their spouts and their you know their dorsal fins, and then we didn't see anything for a while. So, yeah, it was early on when we saw them kind of being playful, and then after they you know just were kind of swimming away. Really cool. That was uh, you know one of the highlights of of our cruise uh, for sure. But that kind of ended our day there was no show in the walt disney uh theater that evening um and we you know really just just spent a lot of time on our on our veranda kind of taking it all in that uh that evening so the next morning we were scheduled to arrive in juno and this was really probably the day i was most looking forward to because we had a uh a dog sledding uh, port adventure on the Mendenhall Glacier scheduled and Alyssa and I got to do this in 2012 the last time we we went to Alaska and we were really looking forward to bringing the kids on uh, on this port adventure and it was really one of the things that I really wanted to do and was you know going to be one of the highlights for this cruise so we got to uh, Juneau early and we this our port adventure was scheduled for 12:30 so we we wanted to be able to get off and shop around a little bit spend some time in the town so we got off pretty early took the the shuttle from the ship into the town it's a it's a really it's it's a pretty cool town it's definitely more of a i would say like industrial town it's it's you know it's it's the capital of Alaska so it's more like a city than the other uh the other ports that you visit but some, you know, some small local shops to visit. Actually, there was a one store that was right there, had a ton of, you know, Juno merchandise, Alaska merchandise. We spent a lot of time in there, and and I think spent a lot of money in there as well. Um, but just, you know, it was fun to just walk kind of main street, the you know, the main street of Juno, and visit the shops and just see kind of the 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 local things that people were making. <laughs> Liz was actually the store we bought stuff from was kind of um 
what would you call it? Like very commercial. It's like touristy. Tourist, yeah. very touristy. <laughs> I think like, it was a it was a chain. It was called like T-shirt yeah, shop or yeah. something. Yeah, Alaska T-shirt company or something like that. And Alyssa was mad that <laughs> that we weren't spending our money in one of the the local shops, which I totally get. But this this particular store had like really cool merchandise in it. There was a cute shop we went in that was. Just you could tell things were homemade, and the owner was yeah. probably the guy at the cashier. And I was like, I want to support him, but we did like the shirts at the mix. I, right, and, and you know, I, I totally would have bought something there, and I absolutely support the the local business. It just there was nothing there that we, you know, liked as much as we liked in this other shop. So anyway, we spent I don't know we spent a good hour two hours um, at uh, in downtown Juno, kind of exploring the shops, and. As we're heading back to the ship to go get ready for our port adventure, there's these there's these booths where uh, they're selling shore excursions. So you know there's whale watches and float planes and dog sledding and helicopter tours and whatever. And this guy's yelling to us. He's like, "Hey, hey, what are you guys doing today? You got anything planned?" And we're like, "Yeah, we're good. We got we have we have an, uh, a tour plan." He's like, "Well, what are you doing?" And uh, I said, "We're going dog sledding." And he's like. That's going to get canceled. Come come over here. Talk to me. Come talk to me. I'm like, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. Oh, and then he said, uh, okay, but but come back to me when, you, when you're looking for something to do. <laughs> and so I kind of like rolled my eyes and I was a little bit of annoyed at that point. Well, I said, he must know something we don't know. Yeah. Why would it be canceled? It's be- blue skies, not even a slight breeze. Most beautiful day. Yeah. And you were like, he's a salesman. Yeah, well, yeah totally. I thought he was totally he trying that, to. Like, he says that to everyone. Yes, yes. That was that was my my mindset. But as I'm getting on the bus, it's like it's it's really bothering me because I, I mean, I had heard from a lot of people that these excursions get canceled pretty often. But and no, so it was. Why would he say that? Right, and I was just like, why would he say that? Does he know something that we don't know? You know, as far as we knew, Disney hadn't canceled our excursion. So we were, you know, at that point feeling pretty good about our port adventure. So we got back to our room. We gathered up all the stuff that we wanted to bring with us uh, on this port adventure. You know, we put on warmer clothes, packed layers, all that stuff. And we headed down to Azure to check in for a port adventure. And as we check in, the cast member says, oh, they just called and canceled these tours for the day. They said it's unsafe to go to the glacier and the, the, this, this, this port adventure is canceled for today. And honestly, I was, I was speechless in that moment because I, I just couldn't reconcile how beautiful the day was in Juno. I mean, it was crystal clear blue skies. Probably the most beautiful day of our trip. Yeah, right. I, not a cloud in the sky, sunny, no wind, very warm. And I'm just very like, warm to the point where we had to go shopping for t-shirts because all of my <laughs> long sleeve right. shirts were too hot. That's right. Yeah, no, you're right. And, and so I just, I was having a hard time understanding why why this why this would be canceled when it is so beautiful outside and when we went less i don't know if you remember it was overcast it was cloudy it was a little bit windy it was cold and i'm just like how can we how could it have not been unsafe then and today when it's so beautiful outside you know be unsafe and i 
I just, I felt like I needed an explanation and I wasn't blaming, you know, the cast members or anything because they're just getting the information from the helicopter company as far as, as far as we knew. But I, I just, I, I, I was having a hard time accepting the fact that they had canceled this, this thing that we were so looking forward to. We had saved money to do this and really wanted to bring our kids on. And I just, I felt like we needed an explanation and we never got one. And to make it worse, we didn't tell the kids ahead of time. Right. We instead for months leading up to it, we said we have a special surprise right. for one. And that morning we said the specials, you'll know what the surprise is today. Yeah. So we get there when they say, it. yeah, they just burst into tears. I yeah, think, I think it was also I, I like think, the buildup of right. it. I think William, I think William cried and you yeah. know, it was just, it, I was, I was extremely sad. Like this was the thing, the thing I wanted to do on this cruise. And we, we stood outside the room for a minute, just like waiting, like, Maybe they're going to be like, never mind, it was a mistake, or yeah. we have this, you can do this instead. But yeah, <laughs> so we just was, like stood there, be, like processing. Yeah, it was, it was devastating, you know, in every sense of the word. I was completely devastated. You know, they told us we have these other port adventures that, that, that has room. And at that point, we, we didn't want to do anything else because we were so well, excited to do this. Honestly, it was whatever port adventure was left over, and I forget what it was, but I remember being like, "No, I would yeah. not need to do that. That sounds so lame." Yeah, I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> so, what I what I would recommend is booking the helicopter tour through a private company. I would recommend Coastal Helicopters. I actually was looking through Instagram recently and i wish i hadn't done this but on our cruise there was a there were tours that went out with coastal helicopters but they actually go to a different glacier than the ones that the uh disney cruise line port adventures go to and so they were able to take people to the glacier do the dog sledding you know obviously and you know enjoy that experience that the people who book through disney cruise line couldn't so i would recommend yes, doing they that. Said that they yeah. said Disney cancels more often than that company. And I do think that the helicopter companies canceled it, but I think the helicopter companies have different standards for people who book through the cruise line than they do for people who book directly with them. And I don't know if that's a liability thing or whatever, but I would recommend booking private. I think you'll have a better chance at, you know, having your, your dog sled excursion go Whereas if you book it through the cruise line, you have a higher chance of it being canceled. Because I do think I do think they cancel them quite often, without any explanation. And I just the, <laughs> if they're going to cancel it on a day like we had, there's you know they're going to cancel it more often than not. I would feel like so. Uh, anyway, I don't I don't want to dwell on that any anymore because it was just really painful and it, it's still a little bit painful to, to you know to think about. When we got back to the room, there was a gift basket for us with some oh, yeah. snacks and a card, <laughs> right. and I guess it was their way of making it up to us. Yeah. Um, the weirdest thing though was it it wasn't there when we left to go check in for the port adventure. We were probably gone fifteen minutes, 
and then it not was not even like 10 <laughs> it was in our room when we got back so maybe they, they were, were like, like watching, watching us, us. <laughs> I, sw- I swear they were waiting for us to leave our room to go check yeah. in and then ran and dropped it and ran out right 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 but i was i was mad. i normally i would appreciate like a disney themed snack basket yeah but i was like i do not want these rice krispie <laughs> treats i want to go on a helicopter right right so one thing that in hindsight, I, I wish I probably wish we had done is um, there's a there's buses that go regularly to the Mendenhall Glacier and there's a, a visitor center at the Mendenhall Glacier. And then there's this little trail that'll take you to this gorgeous waterfall that's, you know, right near the glacier. I think that would have been fun just to go check it out, see the glacier, see this waterfall, check out the visitor center. A lot of times people see bears up there. So I think that's a relatively inexpensive um, port adventure. So I I think we could have done that, but I was just in such a bad mood. I didn't even want to do anything. The only thing that I wanted to do was eat some crab. And so they have Tracy's King Crab Shack right there in Juneau. I ended up waiting in line. I think Alyssa took the kids to go to her. Oh, they went to Del Sol. Uh, yeah. And I waited they, in I, line. The kids had never been to Del Sol. We <laughs> yeah. had to. Yeah, their them. first uh, Del Sol experience. But the, Tracy's King Crab Shack, I would highly recommend. The crab was absolutely delicious, fresh, obviously. Very expensive, but totally worth uh, worth it. The King Crab was, was absolutely amazing. So I, if you're in Juneau, I would recommend going there. We walked around a little bit more. We we got some chocolate, and then we were you know feeling pretty defeated. So we just went back to the ship. We spent a ton of time in the pool. I can't believe how much time we spent in the pool on this Alaska cruise because we kept saying, "I can't believe we're in Alaska." Yeah, it was just so beautiful. It was it was like a it was a warm summer day, and it just it felt like you were anywhere else. Uh, you know, just enjoying the the sunshine in the in the pool. Which was really cool. The kids enjoyed it. They loved being in the pool. So, you know, we were we were happy about that. Uh, dinner that evening was in Triton's. Nothing really to uh, to note about that. After dinner, they had the 25th anniversary soiree in the uh, lobby atrium. And so Captain Fabian came out. The cruise director, Trent, had some prepared words that they, you know, that, that they shared with everyone. They were passing out free drinks. They were... Blue, uh, of course. I I grabbed one just for a picture. I tasted it. I it wasn't my <laughs> it wasn't my thing. We it I didn't tasted like it. Like it was turquoise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tasted <laughs> like it was turquoise. That's a good way to put it. Um, <laughs> so you know, I got one for the picture, and then after the after Captain Fabian and Trent spoke, the characters came out in their twenty fifth anniversary costumes, and you know, just, just kind of hung out a little bit. I don't, I don't remember what they did. Did they, did they dance? Did they, I don't even remember. I think they just, I think it was more just like an appearance and then they, and then they laughed afterward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. I mean, it was, it was a, it was a way to acknowledge the 25th anniversary celebrations. And again, most people were appreciative of the free drinks and you know, it was, it was, uh, it was cool. And then, not long after that was, you know, the Frozen musical spectacular in the Walt Disney Theater, which we had not seen before. And it was it was amazing. I mean, it's I, to me, it was right up there with Beauty and the Beast just in terms of production and, you know, cast and props and costumes and puppets and all this stuff. It was really, really, really well done. 
I don't love Frozen the movie, but as a stage production, I thought it was really, really good. What do you think, Les? So to be honest, when it first started, I was thinking this is not even close to Beauty and the Beast and the other shows I've seen. And about maybe halfway through, I was like, okay, this is awesome. And it, <laughs> and it was, and it ended up being really, really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And the performers were incredible. I mean, their, their voices were, were amazing. And I still would put Beauty and the Beast ahead of it, but it was really, really good and really, really well done. Our next morning was in Ketchikan, and this was another day that I was uh, was really looking forward to. I think the kids had finally, at this point, started to adapt to the time change because everyone slept in a little bit on catch on you know the morning we got into Ketchikan. So I got out and um, just walked around myself. I got a coffee from Cove Cafe. And I found a lounge chair out on deck four and just sat there, I think probably for about an hour as we sailed into Ketchikan and just, you know, just again, took it in. It was a beautiful morning. It was just, it was amazing to just be sitting there on this lounge chair. No one else around me. There were some runners going around, but no one else around me. Very quiet, very, uh, very peaceful and just watching the scenery. And it was, it was awesome. And so, you know, I, 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 I really enjoyed that. And then I went back to the room, got the family. We went up on deck. Churro Waffles made another appearance in Cabanas that morning, which, you know, were always a big hit for the family. And then, you know, it was just a, a beautiful morning in Ketchikan. We had a port adventure scheduled for, I think it was 1230 or something like that. Late arrival into Ketchikan, so I think all all ashore was like ten forty five or something like that. And so we knew we had a a long port adventure, and all aboard was at like I don't know five fifteen or something like that, four forty five maybe. So we knew that our port adventure was gonna pretty much take up the whole afternoon. So we wanted to get off again, just kind of experience Ketchikan, visit the shops, and then there's a a sign, a welcome to Ketchikan sign that we wanted to you know take a picture a family picture in front of. So we did that. We had scheduled the, I would call it the Knudsen Cove salmon fishing, but they were all calling it the Knudsen Cove uh, salmon fishing. So <laughs> that's what we not had scheduled. the Silent K. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I, I was going with the Silent K. They were not. Um, so we had that scheduled. Some other things that we really would have liked to do in Ketchikan that we didn't because we didn't have time was the Lumberjack show. I've heard that's really good. Um, and something, you know, it's right there, right off the ship. And I think a lot of fun. We like walking on Creek Street usually, which is kind of a, a historic part of, of Ketchikan that, you know, it used to be brothels, we found out, <laughs> but it has now yeah. been converted into um, shops where they sell, you know, local handmade things. And, you know, the creek that runs through it is where the salmon run happens. Um, there's some hiking trails there. So we would have liked to do all that. But we had this, um, this salmon fishing uh, excursion scheduled. And so we did get off. And then had to get on back on pretty quickly. And then we left from the Wonder and took a bus out to Knudsen Cove, which was about a 20 to 25 minute drive, I think. 
And you get there, and I th- there were probably 50 people in our bus, would you say? Every seat was full. Yeah, probably 50 or so many, people. I don't know how many seats but, are on the bus. But you get there, and you, it's you're on a private charter boat. So it was just our family and the boat captain. And then every group that was on the bus had their own private charter boat, which was really... I thought that was really cool. Um, Hannah what ended up being our uh, our charter boat captain. <laughs> and the funny thing was she took us out onto the boat. We were we were purchasing our our salmon um, tags or our salmon permits. <laughs> and the Coast Guard comes over and says, hey, can we do a can we do an inspection? Can, I think they call it. Can we board your boat? I think is what board, they said. Yeah. Right. She said I got boarded. Yeah. <laughs> she, and she was funny, though. She was pushing back. She's like, look, can we do this later? Or can you pick another boat? Because, we, you know, this family just got here. We're about to go out and do some fishing. Can like, are you serious right now? You have to do this right now. And they're like, yeah, we're going to we're going to board this boat. And so she, she was funny. She, you know, like rolled her eyes. She was calling her dad. But any, I mean, everything worked out fine. <laughs> also, she and the Coast Guard people were not even 20. <laughs> So true. They were all so young. They were maybe 19. Yeah, yeah. So that was an interesting start to our, our port adventure, um, you know, dealing with the Coast Guard. But at the end of it, we went out and we had a really fun day fishing out, you know, off the coast of Ketchikan. Hannah was awesome. She did really well with the kids because, you know, it was a five-hour excursion and I don't think they would have – done so well if we had a a captain that you know was annoyed by them or you know was kind of just indifferent to them but she she was playing games with them she was doing i spy with them she was you know doing trivia with them she was really really awesome she was awesome and the fishing was cool i mean it was different than what i expected it to be um but you know, we caught, I think, six salmon and it's, you know, it was fun to reel them in, you know, you're sport fishing. So it was, that was a ton of fun. The only thing that was kind of a, you know, a negative is really all I wanted was to, to get a, a, a fish into the boat that I could hold up in front of the camera and take a picture with. Like that's, that's really what I wanted out of this, out of this sport adventure. Yes. You can have the ship, the, uh, the fish, you know, freeze dry, uh, flash freeze and sent home to, to enjoy, which I would have done if we caught a big one. But what they said was salmon, the salmon population is actually, uh, in decline. And so if the, the fish is not big enough to keep, you can't even bring it out of the water. And so we would reel it in. She would take a look at it. She said, Nope, that's not big enough. And then she would just, um, you know, let the, the, the fish free, right without even bringing it onto the boat. And so I was a little bit bummed about that because all I wanted was to hold one of these fish and to take a picture with it. But unfortunately we didn't get to bring any onto the boat. I think there were only like two groups on our bus that caught a fish big enough to, um, to bring home. Uh, so we, you know, we didn't get to keep any of the fish. We didn't get to bring any of on board or take pictures of them, but still had a really fun day. It was, beautiful outside crystal clear blue skies again you're out in the in this cove you're out in the you know uh, in the in the pacific ocean and you just have mountains all around you we did see a couple uh humpback whale spouts and so it was just a you know another just perfect alaska day and hannah even said 
right? She said, these are the days that get people to move to Alaska and then they get here and they find out this isn't real Alaska because real Alaska rains all the time. So we just got really lucky. She, yeah, she kept saying this is fake Alaska. It rains <laughs> yeah. 300 days of the year. Yep. Um, she said, I never get to come out here in a short sleeve shirt like this. I usually have jackets on. Yep. And-, and I think, I think Ketchikan is like one of the rainiest cities in the country i you know i think it's very it rains all the time there so we just got super lucky you know had a crystal clear blue day oh didn't they say on the bus ride over if it goes more than two days without raining it's considered a drought (laughs) so i thought that was kind of funny and they also said a lot of people don't even have um what did they say they don't have private wells or don't use town water or something because they just rely on rainfall to yeah. you know to to uh to give them their water needs so i thought that was pretty interesting uh so again all in it was about a five hour excursion we got back to the ship had to get back on board and basically go right to dinner at uh animation palette which was the animation magic night we, we actually it was kind of funny we wanted the kids to experience this but we had apollo reservation so we sat in for the animation magic part of the dinner, I I got an appetizer. Did you eat anything? Probably rolls. <laughs> you had some of the. Bread. I love. Liz likes the bread the, service. I love the variety of <laughs> bread dips each night. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely your favorite part of the Sometimes dinner. Sometimes I like it better than the meal. Yeah. So we we did the animation magic show. The kids really like it. I always wish that I could draw better during this part because I some people are just so good and you're just like, wow, that's a really good drawing right there. But it's cool how they put it up on the screen and you get to see your own drawing. I, I, I think that's a really uh, fun experience. After dinner, there wasn't a, a, a stage show. So we just I'm sure we did our usual just go shopping, walk around the ship. Uh, things like that. But one of the cool things about this particular trip was just how how many daylight hours there were. So we could go out on a veranda at 1030 at night and it would be like it was five o'clock in the after, you know, in the evening. The, just the, the amount of sun, you know, sun hours during the day was really cool. And it, the fact that it could be so bright so late was just a was just a fun experience. So, you know, it was, we, it was cool to be outside during those times. And then our final day, which is always bittersweet, was the day at sea. But I will say it's always great to have a day at sea as the last day of your cruise because you just have a lot of packing and stuff that you need to do. But again, <laughs> I feel like common. Th- I feel like a broken record here. We had a beautiful morning, beautiful clear blue skies. Um, the, we were sailing through kind of. I don't even know what they call it, but the captain came on and just said, we're going through parts of British Columbia and there's, you know, there's just pieces of, of land on both sides of the ship and the ship is moving extremely slow. The water's crystal clear, you know, very glass, like kind of like our, our day at sea on the way in. Um, so we, you know, we spent some time on the veranda, just, just taking that in. It we, feels like you're on a lake. It, it really does. Like lake. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
definitely does. And then we went up on deck, and Brother Bear was playing on Funnel Vision, and Emily was all excited because you know that's her her new her newly discovered favorite movie. So we pulled up some chairs, grabbed some blankets, and watched Brother Bear on Funnel Vision, which was a lot of fun. Um, it, you know, to be doing that in Alaska. Which you know, watching a movie that's based in Alaska, I thought was uh, was pretty cool. We we didn't do a whole lot on this day. We we spent a lot of time in the room, just kind of packing when we could here and there. Um, we did. I hate waiting until the very end of the day because it, you know it just gets kind of stressful, and that's that's the last thing I want when I'm finishing my cruise. It's just a lot of stress. So we we kind of packed throughout the day, but there was one time. We were out on the veranda, and they played the the Mickey horn, and it was so cool because it would play, and then you'd hear it like three times because the because of the echoes, and I just it it was the coolest experience, and so I was hoping they would do it again, and I had my camera up ready to film it. I had the video ready, and they you know you hear the announcement, hey, uh, you know. If you're on deck, you might want to cover your ears. The Mickey whistle is about to play, etc. So I heard that from our veranda, and I have my video up, and they start playing the the Mickey the the Mickey whistle. And again, it's just it's so cool because it plays, and then you hear it two or three more times. And I look at my camera, and it's not recording. And I was so upset because I had everything ready. I had it all set up and ready to go, and I didn't record it. So I have no record of this, but uh, it's still... You were like, wow, what good timing (laughs) that video was. (laughs) I even remember, like, smiling, like, this worked out so perfectly. I would... (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, I didn't have it. Uh, Anyway... Later in the afternoon was the character dance party in the lobby atrium. This was something that Liss had brought up, and I I was kind of like, eh, that sounds cool. Like, if there's time for it, we'll do it. And then the time came, and you're like, well, let's go do that. And we went, and it was, it was so awesome. I am so glad that we went and we didn't skip it because it was, you know, the characters come out. It's a dance party in the atrium. They, you know, they spread out and and dance in, you know, by themselves with in groups of people. So you can dance with these characters. But then they each have their own like feature song and dance on the stage in front of everyone. So, you know, um, I forget who went first. I think it was Chip and Dale. I think. Uh, Chip and Dale went first, and then Goofy would come on, and then Donald would come on, the Minnie, Mickey. You know, it was really cool how they just kind of, you know, went took turns doing this, and then they would go and dance with everyone. So definitely don't miss the character dance parties. Really a fun experience. Uh, after the character dance party, we went to an animation drawing class in uh, the D Lounge, and we were drawing Winnie the Pooh. What did you think of the animation class, Les? I thought it was cute. The kids were very frustrated that theirs did not look like. That's the exactly one that what I was going to say. It was a they, little bit. Frust- they, both of them were so mad. Yeah. They, by the end, they were like, wanted to quit. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they wanted to start over and we didn't have enough paper. And it was just, I don't know, it was, it was very frustrating for them to not be able to <laughs> draw it like, uh, like the instructor was drawing. So. We had dinner in Tiana's place again that evening. That was the Mardi Gras celebration. I 
they called it a different thing, but it, it felt very similar, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tiana's even in her same dress. Right, right. Alyssa was not... a little bummed that she wasn't in her green dress. Well, Emily had bought a green Tiana dress <laughs> from the <laughs> Disney store. Yeah. For that purpose only. Yeah. And she never wore the green dress. Right. She did at the princess gathering, she did, but not at the restaurant. Right. Um, but I, I enjoyed Gianna's place. The music was great. You know, they really entertaining yep, and engaging. They exactly. bring the kids up. Yep, exactly. Yeah. The kids dance around the, the dining room, all that stuff. So it's good. And then the beignets were, were delicious at the end. Uh, Disney dreams was in the Walt Disney theater that evening. I love that show. I think it is my favorite show, um, outside of, you know, Beauty and the Beast. I, I, I just, it's, it's a classic and I, I really love it. Pulls out all the heartstrings, got all, you know, has all the, all the classic songs, all the classic characters. And it's just, it's just really good. And, uh, we, we enjoyed that show. And before we had gone into, uh, the show, there's a cast member who is a friend of ours, her name is Mallory. Uh, she had texted us and said, meet uh, in the D lounge after the show at like 1050 or something like that. I was like, okay, what's, I wonder what that could be. So we go in there. Wait, first she said, tell Lewis I sent oh, you. And Lewis, Lewis <laughs> is the gator, the we, alligator, yeah, crocodile. We weren't from sure what to expect. Yana. Yeah. So I'm like, are we meeting this giant costumed <laughs> crocodile? you're right that is what was going through our heads because yes she said tell lewis that mallory sent you <laughs> it's like okay all right so we're, like, oh, we're gonna go have a meet and greet with lewis <laughs> the crocodile yep yep turns out lewis is the name of the cast member right. at the door right exactly um so we went and met <laughs> met lewis and led us into the d lounge and there are probably i don't know a dozen or so other people in there and we really have no idea what's going on. And then another cast member comes in and, and says, you guys know what you're doing? And we're like, no. No one knew. Everyone we have said no, no idea. And so they explained to us that we – so they do a, they do a, a farewell party. I think it's like till we meet again or something yep. celebration in the lobby atrium. But we were getting a private, you know, pre – public meet and greet. farewell party yes meet and greet with these characters and a bunch of the performers in the walt disney theater really really cool experience so tons of characters from the show we had just watched i all, mean i think they said everyone it was every performer and character yeah, yeah all the all the classic characters came out i mean some of the princesses were in there we got to take selfies with mickey which i think is my new favorite way to take pictures with the, with the characters I, yeah i love all my selfies that we take with the characters um but i just it was just such a special experience for us and we're so appreciative of mallory for you know kind of arranging that for us completely unexpected and uh, just a really fun way to to end the cruise. And it was just, you know, we got, what was it, probably 15 minutes just to kind of mingle with, with all these with these characters and cast members. It was just, it was just really awesome. That's cool. And then we sadly made our way back to our rooms because our cruise was coming to an end. And we, you know, obviously finished up our packing. We didn't put our luggage outside because we were doing the express walk-off. Um, we 
had made arrangements for next morning to have the Disney transportation take us back to the airport where we could rent a car that we could use um, throughout the day. And we, because of the way the flights worked out, we didn't have a flight scheduled until 10 o'clock that evening. So we had a full day in Vancouver. In hindsight, I think we would probably do it a little bit differently, right, Liz? Only because... Our flight was did not end up being at 10 p.m. Well, I I think even before we found that out, right, we were kind of like it would have been nice to just have a hotel room to check into, drop our stuff. We could use the pool, just relax a little bit, and then sort of use that as our base for you know for what we do yeah. for the rest of the day. But to to Alyssa's point, we I I don't know when we found out, but sometime throughout the during the course of the day, we found out that our flight was delayed. And so we were like, oh, geez, we have even more time to kill. But we had a um, a whale watch that we did, which was a lot of fun. We, we ended up see, you know, following this one humpback whale around for a little bit who gave us a, a pretty decent show. Never breached out of the water, but, you know, we got to see the fluke and all that stuff. So that was fun. Didn't see any orcas, unfortunately. Um and once we got off of that whale watch, it was probably two o'clock in the afternoon. And so we knew we I had, had not eaten lunch. Yeah, ton of hours still to kill. So we we went to find some lunch. <laughs> we ended up Googling a place that has a good kids menu because of our, you know, what we had learned from our first attempt at, at getting lunch with the kids. Found a, a place in the city that was Pretty good, like right. We like the food. The kids ate their food. Um, yeah, I don't. Even, I actually don't even remember was, what it was. We called. were the only people there because yeah. what meal is even at? <laughs> it was 2:30. like thirty. Right, right, right. Um, I think it was a little bit later than that, actually, even because we. I really wanted to get back out to Stanley Park and watch the sail away of the Disney Wonder. Mm-hmm. So there's a a really cool spot in Stanley Park called Prospect Point where you can watch the wonder sail under the Lionsgate Bridge. And so we got there right just in time because the sh- we you know we could see the ship leave- departing Vancouver, you know, the port off in the distance and it was probably only 10 minutes until the the wonder sailed under the Lionsgate Bridge and then we got to hear the horn and then watch the wonder sadly sail off into the horizon. It was just I don't know. I was feeling a little bit emotional emotional at that point. Like I was really at sad. Point, at that point we still had like so many hours left to waste right. and and we could very clearly hear and see their away party. <laughs> right. Right. It was it felt like it was kind of outsiders. a gut punch. Yeah, it was yeah. yeah. It was really it was really sad, but it was fun to watch it sail away. We ended up getting some ice cream up there and walking around a little bit. And then we spent... We got $9 kitty cones is what we got. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Definitely very expensive. And we, after that, we spent a ton of time in Stanley Park. I mean, we found a playground there. We went to, like, this rose garden. Um, We walked on the beach a little bit and just... We, we drove over the Lionsgate Bridge and back. We just had hours and hours and hours to kill before we got to the airport. Um, and then, you know, finally the time came, we went to the airport, we were delayed, I think until like 12 in the morning 
It was one. It was yeah, one when we finally got on the plane and then it kept flew. it just kept bumping. And yeah. I think the final time was one. Yeah, and then flew back to Boston and uh, you know I I think all things considered it it turned out pretty well. I think it could have been a whole lot worse. Um, but it was a long day, a fun day in Vancouver, but definitely a long day. We would have liked to have had a you know hotel room to kind of relax in a little bit, but. You know what they say, hindsight's twenty twenty. <laughs> so that was our, that's a, you know, a full recap of our seven night Alaskan cruise from Vancouver. We had an incredible week, just absolutely amazing weather. We couldn't have asked for better weather. Just an amazing cruise experience. Really fun family time. Alaska was, was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> the, I, I say all that to say there were really four things I wanted from this cruise. One was nice weather on Glacier Day, which we got that. It was absolutely amazing. But then the other three, I wanted to see wild orcas. I wanted to go dog sledding with the kids. And then I wanted to hold a big salmon for a picture. And so, you know, three out of the four things I really didn't get to accomplish. But I was just mentioning that to say... Now we got to do another one so that we can, you know, so I can check these, check these items off my list. Right. I'll, <laughs> I'll be honest for those who do not know, I did not want to do this cruise. <laughs> I do not like being cold, especially in the summer. And I'm not a huge nature person. <laughs> the weather was beautiful and it was really fun. And we made a ton of family memories um, but I get to choose the next one. <laughs> I'm not saying the next one, but I even even on the cruise, I was like, "List this this can't be the last time we do this because." I and would William love... said that too. Yeah. William kept saying he wants to come back. He absolutely loved Alaska. He did. Yeah, William loved it. I'd love to do another one um, one of these dates. And I and I do believe that the Alaska cruises with Disney are one of the best things that Disney Cruise Line has to offer. Like, I truly believe that. I know that they're very expensive. I know that, you know, you're paying a premium to do this with Disney Cruise Line, but it's really an amazing experience, and they do such a good job with it. And I would just, I, I can't recommend an Alaskan cruise enough with Disney Cruise Line. So there you go. There's my sales pitch. Um, thank you for following along. Again, you'll be able to read about these port days and our last day at sea up on my blog as soon as i can get them up there please go check that out thanks for for following along and uh we'll be back very soon i have another dcl 101 episode coming up we got another uh, a disney cruise line news show coming because there's a lot that's been happening and just you know some good stuff coming up on the podcast so uh thank you so much for listening and uh, i'll talk to you again next time bye Liz. bye as a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast. Please feel free to ask a question, leave a comment, drop a note, or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. Oh,